I started taking your vitamin D protocol after listening to the podcast. Two weeks into the high dose recommended, my hot flashes disappeared. It's been a month and they have yet to return. Sandy. Dr. Kylie, I have to tell you, I'm on month two of 20,000 vitamin D. My hair isn't falling out anymore. This morning, I noticed little hairs going back all over my head. Who knew vitamin D could have that effect? Thanks for sharing. Sam. I hope you've learned as much as I have this season and on this episode. If you've enjoyed it, the best compliment I can receive is a review. In fact, leave a review and I'll thank you for it. Go to drkylieburton.com backslash crack your thyroid code and get the 60-minute thyroid shop on me. I'm also in need of your help. The concluding episode in season three will be number 100. My goal is to hit 100,000 downloads before this year, 2021, is over. To help get there and spread the message that normal labs can provide answers, healing, and hope, I'm going to do a drawing. Share any episode of the podcast on your social media. Tag me in it and you'll be placed inside the drawing. There will be gift cards with the grand prize being my three-month detox done right kit. We will perform the drawing as soon as we hit 100,000 downloads. So spread the message of healing beyond the diagnosis. Have you ever wanted me to create a personalized supplement plan for you? What if through your normal labs, the labs you already have, you got answers you've spent hours, even days searching Google for? I'd love to help you do that. Go to drkylieburton.com backslash book and let's get started. This opportunity will be gone forever after Thanksgiving. Yep, it will no longer be available after November 25th. Give yourself an early Christmas present or even gift it to a loved one. Walk through the doors of opportunity before they close on November 25th. Right here. drkylieburton.com backslash book. B-O-O-K. Let's celebrate your success next. All right, let's dive in. Welcome to the Beyond the Diagnosis podcast with me, Dr. Kylie. Today's subject is all about iron. Yes, that stuff that's required for taking our oxygen and getting it to all of our cells. It's kind of important. In fact, if you don't have enough iron in your diet or in your body, your cells cannot get the oxygen they need to heal. So no matter what treatment you're doing, no matter what physical therapy or emotional release or whatever it is, your body needs iron. Your cells need oxygen and iron is how they get it. So inside today's episode, I'm going to teach you three things, how to know if you need more iron, how to read your iron blood work, including iron markers inside a regular CBC. As you all know, the CBC is worth the price of gold if it is read correctly. And three, what are some options for iron treatment from diet to transfusions? All right. Iron. Just so you know what it is, it is 
a piece, or I should say, it's necessary for the production of our red blood cells, hemoglobin, in fact. Iron is absorbed and regulated by transferrin, which we'll get into the labs. High levels of transferrin can relate to if a body's fighting infection. Interesting, right? So what are the symptoms of iron deficiency? Or if it gets really bad, iron anemia. One of the most common problems with iron deficiency or anemia is heavy, painful periods. You will note if you have heavy, painful periods, a lot of blood loss will result in iron loss as well. When I went through my miscarriage at 20 weeks into pregnancy, I lost a lot of blood and it took me a lot of months to recover physically. And what changed my recovery was a pharmaceutical. In fact, I, as a licensed physician, have access to the best supplements in the world. I thought I had a really good iron supplement. And then my midwife called me up and said, hey, would you like an iron prescription? And I said, well, what's in it? It was like astronomical. The difference between my so-called iron supplement versus the prescription. That's what happens with a lot of blood loss and without a blood transfusion. I was on that border and they opted not to. If women are suffering from heavy, painful periods, they're going to suffer from iron deficiency. Symptoms, the most common one, fatigue. Chronic fatigue syndrome, fatigue in general. Be sure to check your iron status. If you are a vegetarian, be sure to check your iron status because the most common source of iron is liver and red meat. If you're not eating red meat, you're probably going to be deficient. So fatigue, let's just say there because it's going to be simple. The number one step to healing is to be sure you have enough iron. Like I said, nothing else is going to work. The first step iron status. Your cells need oxygen. Without it, they can't heal. So how do you know if you need it or not? Let's take a look into our labs. Numbers never lie, and numbers are fantastic when you know how to read them. I'm going to take this lab panel and make it simple. Whether you have medical training background or not, you can understand this. But before we get into the iron panel, we need to talk about the CBC. The CBC is worth the price of gold if it is read correctly, okay? Now, you've heard me say a million times that the white blood cell count is going to determine if you have a low-grade infection or not. Now, I'm not gonna talk about the white blood cell count this time. We're gonna talk about the red blood cell count. The red blood cell count, otherwise known as RBC, is the second marker on the CBC. Okay. So you have red blood cell count, and then you have things like this marker called hemoglobin. We have things like this marker called MCV. We have things like this marker called MCHC, MCH. And then I can't remember the last one. So let me grab my cheat sheet. RDW. So there's basically all you should really care about are these six markers. So inside of CBC with differential or just a regular CBC, this, these will always become factors. 
So the red blood cell count is the second one from the top. The white blood cell count is at the top of this lab. Then you have the red blood cell count, and then you've got five additional markers. So out of the six markers right there, that is going to determine two things. The first, are you iron deficient? And the second, is your body able to use B vitamins? Okay, now I'm not gonna jump into the numbers here with you because it just gets confusing. And when it comes to male and female, they can be different for the functional lab ranges. So just stick with me as far as if the red blood cell count or any of the additional markers below are low, then we're looking at iron deficiency. Now, in all of the thousands of labs I've seen, there has never been just one single lab where all six markers are low or high. In fact, most of the time, it's maybe two or three markers, and then it might be even mixed. One might be high, two might be low. Ultimately, if you're finding a mixed combination of things, treat both. Make sure you have B vitamin methylation. All that means is the B vitamins that you eat have to go through this process to get converted into the B vitamins that your body can use. And that process is called methylation. If you want more energy, or if you think that one of these red blood cell markers and any of the additional five markers below it is a slightly high, get MORS, M-O-R-S. That is a supplement that will replenish your body with the ingredients it needs to take B vitamins and convert them into B vitamins that your body can use. Why do you care? Well, B vitamins are required for all of your cells to take food and convert them into energy in the form of ATP. Yep, flashback to high school biology. That was kind of important back then. Who knew it? Red blood cell count, hemoglobin, MCV, MCHC, MCH, RDW, those six markers, if any single one of them is on the low side of things, ask your doctor to perform a follow-up iron panel. In all of the medical records I have requested, this is not a panel that is commonly ordered. I personally think it should be because iron leads to a lack of oxygen to all of your cells. And especially if you are vegetarian, definitely get that checked on a regular basis. So now that you know there are signs of iron deficiency inside the CBC, let's take a look at the iron panel. And the iron panel itself, I'm going to just focus on four things because they are the most commonly seen in an iron panel. So of course you have iron in the form of serum is what they call it. Then we have this thing called TIBC. It stands for total iron binding capacity. And then we have ferritin. And the fourth is transferrin. Sometimes I'll throw in a UIBC, which is the urine iron binding capacity. But those are the main four. In fact, serum, iron, TIBC, ferritin, those are your big three. Now, I don't know about you as a practitioner or a physician, but the school I attended, we were grilled on the iron panel, grilled on it to the point where you had to know like the back of your hand, what the iron panel meant. I just don't see it a lot in the labs. And so it's, I have to use my cheat sheet for the numbers if they're not memorized, like some other things. So as far as the iron goes inside your blood, 
Now remember, numbers I'm about to tell you are the functional range. This is not the range your doctor is using to read these labs. In fact, if you are low inside the way that they read it, you're probably really, really low. This one is gonna be more of iron deficient. Iron anemia will be when you fall outside that normal lab range, okay? So the functional range, according to Dr. Krausian and his team, for iron is between 85 and 130. What that means is that is determining how much iron is in your blood at the moment the blood is drawn. So once again, the ideal range for serum iron is 85 to 100. Write that down because it's not going to be on your lab when you get it. That will be the normal range on your lab according to the lab. This is the functional range in which you have enough iron in your blood to transport oxygen to your cells. If you are on the lower bracket of this range, I would still make sure I increase my iron regimen in my diet or get an iron supplement. And we'll talk about that later. TIBC, total iron binding capacity. The number is between 250 and 350. This one is unlike anything else. If any of the other lab markers in regards to iron are low, you need more iron. This one is opposite. If TIBC is high, you need more iron. So I'll draw an arrow here. If it's high, then you need iron. Everything else is low. And here's why. I'm going to draw a lovely picture of a cell. A little circle, right? Your cell, on all of your cells, in fact, they have these things sticking out to the side of them, and those are called receptors. That is what anything falls into to get inside the cell. It has to go through like this channel, per se, to get inside your cells. And that receptor is the opening of that channel. Total iron binding capacity means how many receptors are open for iron. So if you think about it, the higher the number, that means that more receptors are available to grab onto iron, which means iron isn't there in the standard way, shape, and form. Now, numbers can all throw off of the pattern and, and exit out of the pattern, but just as a standard rule, if the TIBC is high, that means your receptors are empty. They need iron to come to them so they can enter into the cell. If TIBC is low, you've got plenty of iron. But you want to fall within that range of 250 to 350. The more so, I like to see it around the 300 mark, right there in the middle. Ferritin. Ferritin is the iron storage form. That iron storage form is kind of important. It tells us how much storage of iron you have. So say you don't eat enough red meat this past week, your body can pull from that iron stores. If you have heavy painful periods, be sure your doctor includes this marker inside your iron panel. 
If you have ever had a history of iron deficiency, be sure it is included. Iron serum, TIBC, and ferritin are the three most important markers for determining iron status. Now, this one's going to be different, and I don't really like the typical number, so I'll tell you my ideal setting for these ones. So as you're listening to this, write this down. But if you are pre-menopausal, so if you are still menstruating, then you want to have the number be between 10 and 122. Now, that's a big range. That's like trying to find your favorite restaurant somewhere between California and New York. So in my personal opinion, I want to see it between 80 and 120. Now, if you are post-menopausal, you want to see it between 10 and 263. So if you're like above 150, that looks good to me. And if you are a man, you want to keep it between 33 and 236. Now, again, I don't come up with those numbers, but there is ideal spots within that range. Men, same thing with postmenopausal women, prefer to keep that up above 150 because iron is important in your life. Ferritin is the most reliable indicator of total body iron status as it reflects the body's iron stores. So be sure your number looks good. Okay, there's the numbers. That's the only three we're going to worry about because that is the most common three needed in an iron panel. Now that you know and you've seen your labs, what if you flow on the iron deficient side? What if you flow on the iron anemic side? Or what if you're just not sure where should you start? I always recommend starting with increasing your iron intake inside your food. Liver is not commonly eaten. I would choose red meat. I prefer red meat myself over liver. I don't need to try liver. I'll let somebody else tell me how it tastes. Red meat is the most common source of iron status. And if what I like to tell people is whatever they're currently consuming, as far as serving sizes of red meat, try to double that and that will improve your iron status. If you need more than that, which is very common, you can do iron supplementation. But as I learned from my own personal experience, iron supplementation sucks, and it can be very difficult on the GI tract. There are two that I would recommend. Standard Process has one called Ferrofood, and the other one, Apex Energetics, has one called Hemifite. Again, Iron supplements can be difficult on the digestive system. They are not high in iron either. So the best option, if you truly are iron deficient, is to get an iron prescription from your primary care doc. They may need to run an iron panel. If you don't have a specific iron panel, if you're just going off of a CBC, or if you have some CBC markers indicating that you should check your iron status, have them run the iron panel so you know exactly what's happening. Pharmaceutical is by far, in my opinion, the best route as far as treatment goes for iron anemia or deficiency. The third option is transfusions. And from what I understand, going down the road of transfusions, if you're incorporating insurance, is a difficult road to take. But it's there. If you are in a lucky location where they have, what are they called, those IV clinics, which I know are all over Arizona and I think scattered throughout the country. 
So if you're lucky enough to have an IV clinic around you, chances are they have iron available. Check that out. That will boost your iron status quite quickly. Other than that, that's about all you need to know in regards to iron. Be sure to follow along, invite your friends to come join us, and let's hit the goal. I've set a goal with this season to reach 100,000 downloads as we will hit 100 episodes. So share it with your friends, invite them to come listen in so that they too can transform their normal labs into answers, healing, and hope. I'll see you guys next time. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast as much as I have. In fact, this podcast has become one of my favorite things to do in my business. Why? Because I learn as much as you do. If you've learned anything or felt empowered and had answers come from any episode of this podcast, please share it with a a friend. And if you go into whatever listening app you listen to, give it a review that helps other people find it. I would like to thank you for that review. Go over to drkylieburton.com backslash crack your thyroid code and get my free 60-minute thyroid workshop on me. Thank you for leaving a review. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for sharing it with a friend. I'll see you on the next one.